All of it is supported by Missouri, makers of handcrafted jewelry that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Missouri has you covered. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Ever since Broadway went temporarily dark, efforts to create support networks have been ongoing. And tonight, a very special reading of a very special playwright's work hopes to raise money for those affected in the performing arts, as well as honor a legend. Prolific playwright Terrence McNally passed away just a few weeks ago of complications due to COVID-19. The four-time Tony winner wrote some three dozen plays in his lifetime, as well as books for 10 musicals, librettos for four operas, and screenplays for film and TV. To honor the late playwright and support the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS COVID-19 Emergency Assistance Fund, tonight there will be a live reading of McNally's Lips Together, Teeth Apart. First premiering in 1991, the play follows the lives of two straight couples as they head to Fire Island, to the home of a woman who inherited it from her gay brother who died at the height of the AIDS epidemic. Directed by Trip Coleman, performances will star Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Celia Keenan-Bolger, Zachary Quinto, and Ari Grainer. And you can watch the performance tonight at 8 p.m. live streamed on Broadway.com. Coleman, of course, is the director behind productions on and off Broadway, including recently Choir Boy and Kenneth Lonergan's Lobby Hero. And Kinto has starred in multiple performances on Broadway as well. Joining me on, it's actually in the Glass Menagerie and the boys in the band. Sorry, I dropped my paper to be 100% transparent. Trip, welcome to all of it. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> Zachary, thanks for, welcome, for coming to all of it as well. Thank you. So, Trip, um, before we get started, you know, you're a director. You've worked in the theater for years. When you, what was that moment like when you heard that Broadway was going to go temporarily dark? For me, it was like quite extraordinary because I was um, pr- premiering a, a musical off Broadway at Playwrights Horizons, and uh, we opened on Tuesday and we closed on Wednesday because we, you know, because of this crisis. And my heart goes out to all of the you know, incredible, incredibly talented people who were in the midst of putting on shows and performing in shows. And uh, it's just, it feels like this enormous creative energy has just been sort of snuffed out immediately by this horrible, horrible circumstance. Zachary, what was your initial response to the shutdown? And then when and how did you realize you wanted to get involved in trying to make things better? Well, I uh, I was in some ways fortunately I uh, just finished a job, so um, my relationship to the shutdown was really about all the shows that I was excited to go see. Right. It was the time of year when things are opening all around town, and I had you know tickets lined up to go to the theater, and and it was so um, it just it let all the air out of the tires in terms of the excitement of what was coming in this season and. And then adding on top of that all the people whose lives were interrupted and uh, and totally upheaved by this situation. So um, it was a pretty quick turnaround from when things shut down to when a few of us started talking about how we could support or help the community in some ways. And Broadway Cares Equity Fight Day is an incredible organization mm-hmm. in general with the work they do. Um, and so... Uh, Justin Makita, who's Jesse Tyler Ferguson's husband, was the first one to kind of reach out and, and say, you know, can we do something? And, uh, and so we all got together and thought that this was a, 
a great idea. And as we were considering what play to do, tragically, we lost parents to this um, to this pandemic. And so there was something that just felt right about honoring him and supporting the community at the same time. So, Tripp, I know this is this is a reading. How do you as a director direct a reading? Um, well, it's not just a reading. It's a, it's a reading that's occurring um, sort of over a virtual platform with all of the reading participants in different places all over <laughs> the tri-state area. Um, so it's, um, it's sort of a marriage of science fiction and, you know, what the theater does best, which is sort of incredibly low-tech but high human emotional psychological connective connectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've just been sort of exploring the ways in which, you know, the technology of, of streaming this uh, can support the very sort of intimate, funny, sad um, observations that the play um, is trying to, to uh, convey. My guests are director Trip Coleman and Zachary Kinto are talking about Lips Together, Teeth Apart, which will be Streaming today on tonight, actually at 8 p.m. on Broadway.com. So, Zachary, to that point where you guys, you know, so much of acting is about energy and engaging with your fellow actors. What's it been like in preparation for this live streaming event from everybody in a different place? Uh, it's actually been as surreal as it is. It's actually been quite fun. Um, <laughs> you know, Jesse's at his house in California. Uh, Celia's upstate, I'm out east, um, Ari's at her house upstate, so we, and Trips in, at his place out of the city, so we've all kind of enjoyed connecting in a way. Um, obviously the circumstances aren't ideal, but in addition to rehearsal, we find ourselves catching up with one another on, you know, various video platforms and figuring out how the interfaces work and commenting on the fact that, you know, we're not a bunch of millennials trying to work all this technology, which is also kind of (laughs) hilarious in its own way. So it's been actually, you know, there's a gravity to this situation, and and we really want to make sure that anybody who tunes in tonight that can donate to the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS COVID-19 Emergency Assistance Fund can do it. Um, you can go to broadway.com backslash lips together for the link to watch the reading tonight and for all the ways to donate to um, Broadway Cares, you know. So there is the obvious um, uh, import of, um, of the circumstance, but at the same time, I think we're all such good friends and we all love one another um, when we're working together and when we're not. So it's just a great opportunity for us to connect in this time of real disconnection. Now, Tripp, connect me if I'm wrong, but you've worked with Terrence McNally before, right? Yeah, I, I, um, I had the honor very, very early in my career to assist on a production of Terrence's um, called Corpus Christi, which was quite a controversial play of his um, that imagined Jesus as a gay man. And, uh, you know, it was an amazing experience. And then a little bit later in my career, when I became, I graduated from being a baby director, I, I, to a grown-up director, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was able to direct two plays of his and had the great honor of working with him and, you know, sort of being in the reflective glow of his incredible compassion. And um, even as a kid, I would say, like, it was just such a, a moving experience for me growing up in New York City, going to see plays, as I start to come out to myself as a gay man, to mm-hmm. be able to see, um, uh, like, a, a representation of what my life could look like um, reflected back to me via Terrence's plays was such a formative thing for me growing up and kind of 
coming into who I am as a as a as an adult person. I mean, he was just incredibly influential. Um, and was a real advocate to other playwrights as well. I mean, just an extremely, extremely big-hearted human being. Zachary, what was your relationship to Terrence McNally's work prior to this performance? I mean, I've seen a lot of his plays over the years. Um, I've done readings of his plays. Um, you know, he's such a, a fixture in the American theater in terms of um, championing voices of the LGBTQ community, but also just as a, a beautiful writer and mm-hmm. an incredible man. Um, you know, I would see Terrence and his husband Tom often in New York, you know, just walking around. We lived in the same neighborhood and we would see each other. I would be walking the dogs and run into them or, you know, at the theater. And there was always just such a light from Terrence and Tom and what they shared, their love, their collaboration, their commitment. So, you know, my relationship to his work was one thing as a young actor inspired by his writing and the productions that I was fortunate to see. And then, you know, as I got to know him, um, uh, you know, when I was living in New York and, and uh, that, that added a whole other dimension to my appreciation for him, my respect and admiration for him. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, a tragedy that he's gone, but I feel like his work is such a beacon of uh, light and lyricism and beauty, and uh, it feels like a real honor to be able to step into it under these uh, unusual circumstances, nonetheless, to, to celebrate him and his work. My guests are director Trip Coleman and actor Zachary Kinto. We're talking about Quinto, the performance sorry. tonight of Quinto. Lips Together, Teeth Apart, yeah. benefiting Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS, COVID-19, Emergency Assistance Fund. And Trip, um, what is it about this particular play you think takes on sort of a new meaning or an added layer given what we're living through? Well, I th- that's a great question. I, I think that... Um, the play examines it was sort of written in as response in the height of the of the AIDS crisis and um, the sort of central metaphor of this play is this beautiful sort of beach house that has this pool and none of these straight couples can go into the pool because they're all afraid that they'll contract AIDS by going to the pool um, and it's it, you know I, I kept thinking about that in, in, in light of um, all of the uncertainty of this moment um, and, you know, uh, with what we're all going through right now, I just felt like it was really resonant. And I, and I love that, you know, this play also feels quite transgressive when it was first done. It was done at Manhattan Theater Club, and it feels like the, the transgression is that, like, it was, you know, sort of putting a mirror up to all these, like, I guess, straight couples, wealthy couples who are coming to see the play at, at Manhattan Theater Club and seeing sort of showing them their own bigotry, you know, in the face of, in the, face of the AIDS crisis. So I, I just always admired um, how bold it was. Everybody, if you have time tonight, go to broadway.com. You can watch this performance of Lips Together, Teeth Apart, benefiting Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS, COVID-19, Emergency Assistance Fund. Zachary, I know you pulled off the road <laughs> to be part of this interview, so thank you so much, and Trip, thank you as well. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having Thank us. Thank you. Have a great day.
Also taking part tonight's McNally event is Tony winner Celia Keenan-Bolger, but her outreach doesn't end there. Celia and her former To Kill a Mockingbird co-star Gideon Glick and writer Victoria Myers teamed up last week to launch Hashtag Broadway Feeds Bellevue, a campaign to supply meal sponsorships for medical professionals working at Bellevue's intensive care unit. Celia, thank you for making the time today. Hi, Allison. I'm so happy to be here. All right, so tell us about Hashtag Broadway Feeds Bellevue. When did you launch it? How did the idea come about? Well, Gideon and I, Gideon Glick and I performed in To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway all last year, and his husband, Perry, is a doctor. And so as soon as all of it began with COVID and thinking about medical care workers, I became really anxious for my friend and his husband and for all of the uh, medical care workers in the city. And so I reached out to Gideon and then said, you know, do you think I could start a meal, a meal train for Perry and his coworkers? And he talked to Perry and Perry said, you know, my hospital actually is not one of the most underserved hospitals and that there are probably other uh, hospitals that could use more support. You should contact my friend, Gabriella, who works at Bellevue. And it's sort of the dovetail of um, talking about Lips Together, Teeth Apart into Bellevue, where um, I think Bellevue has a no, they won't turn anybody away policy, which means that during the AIDS epidemic, they had a huge number of AIDS patients, and that now, similarly, they have a huge number of COVID-19 patients. And so we connected with Gabriella. She told us, you know, essentially what she could use, which was healthy food, for the midnight shift. And so we went about just trying to find healthy restaurants. We were able to connect um, local restaurants in New York with Westville and Taim and the Village Den and Ruby's. And we're able to speak to people there that said that they would be able to do contact free deliveries. And so Gideon and Victoria and I set up this website. We decided that we would take care of the meal train part of it and set up the deliveries and and figure out the restaurants and that um, if we could raise money, then maybe we could try to feed these doctors. And so we went on Friday and uh, today we have almost $55,000. So I just feel like I'm not that surprised because I, I know the Broadway community is so generous and and I feel like if you just tell them where to show up, they usually do. Um, <laughs> But this uh, this was really, it, I, I feel so um, lucky to be a part of a community that can come together uh, in the way that we have. So you mentioned it in your answer, the meal train, the virtual meal train. How does that work? Mm-hmm. And I think initially what we had sort of thought we would do is just like give everybody the opportunity to sort of like pick a time slot and say, um, you know, I will set up the meal for this day. And as we went on, it felt like the, mo- the easier we made people, the better. And also that we've just heard from a lot of doctors and nurses that, you know, people have been incredibly generous, but also that it's like a lot of pizza and that we were kind of dedicated to trying to support local businesses. And we felt like if we set up, these relationships with these local restaurants and that we were the ones that could call at the beginning of the week and say, you know, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we need 
you know, enough to feed these 20 people. And, and that we sort of took care of the meal train component of it and that right. Broadway sort of funded and sponsored the meals, that that would be the easiest way to sort of go about this. My guest is Celia Keenan-Bolger. We're talking to her about hashtag Broadway Feeds Bellevue. There have been a whole bunch of donors. People recognize names. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Rachel Brosnahan, Cynthia Nixon, Judith Light, Andrew Rannells, and the list goes on and on. Is this something that uh, non-actors can participate in? Oh, my gosh. Please. (laughs) If you don't like no. Oh, wait. We're losing you. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, try it. Say that again. I think we lost you for the yeah, first part that of that. Course to donate. We've had fans of Broadway who have been able to pitch in. Um, and I think the idea, because right now Bellevue is getting a from Elmer's that we're trying to expand different units inside. And so the from people who are supportive. Oh, we're having a hard time with Celia's line. I know you're uh, you're not in the city. Um, you know what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to try one more time. Can you tell people who want to make a contribution where they can go? Let's see if we can get this. Yes, you can. If you just go to mealtrain.com, or you can okay. go to my Twitter feed, which is Celia at Celia KB. Excellent. Celia, thank you so much for doing this and for making thank the time today. I, I know I, I tracked you down at night. <laughs> I'll do anything for, for your show. I love it. I'm so glad you guys are still going on during this hard time. All right. Be safe to you and your family. And again, thank you for Me all the too. work you're doing. Of course. All of it is supported by Majuri, makers of handcrafted, ethically sourced jewelry for every day that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Majuri has taken the guesswork out of gifting, offering everything from dainty 14K solid gold pieces to pearls, diamonds, gemstones, and more. Make it personal with an engraving, or if you can't decide, check out their curated gift guide. Let them take care of the rest, gift wrapping included. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it.